$5,000. That's the average amount of money people in the U.S. are now spending on gas in a year. Five grand. That's crazy. If you drive, you have to download Upside, the free app that gives you cash back every time you get gas. That's right. You can earn real cash back with Upside just by buying the gas you're already buying. You can literally start earning cash back today. I use Upside every time I fill up, and I've already made around two, $300. You're putting gas in your car anyway. Why not get real cash back? If you like free money, download Upside. I'm saving the cash I earn from using Upside to help pay for a vacation later this year. Download the free Upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code GAME to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code GAME for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code GAME for a 25 cents per gallon bonus. Presence naturally channels you with this energy of how to respond to the present moment. If we try to control how we're going to respond next to life, to situations, to people, if we try to control the future, we're just going to mess up. We're going to be awkward. We're going to be this, that. It's not going to be pure. It's not going to be intentional. It's not going to be the best. The best will come when you surrender to this present moment. Hello, 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 and welcome to the ASMR podcast episode three. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about meditation, everything about it. Well, not everything, because like I'm not going to talking about the impacts, um, the impacts it has had on me because I meditated every day this year besides five days. I missed five days because I was in Utah and, you know, I was adjusting and stuff, but I have never meditated this consistently and I'm going to be telling you what I've learned so far, um, the insights that I've had, the lessons. At the end, I'll tell you how to meditate if you don't already, but I know this sounds like, you know, boring. Um, a lot of people think, oh, meditation, boring, don't hear about it. I am, if you don't already, I am really going to try to convince you to start meditating. All of my life, I have never med- meditated consistently. You know why? I thought, what is it? You know, what is it going to do? It sounds boring, number one. Um, number two, I had more important things to do. I thought, you know, I don't really need to because what does sitting quietly for 10 minutes do? I just thought it was kind of like, I mean, not stupid. Like, I believed that people had huge impacts, but I never made it a priority, which is insane because I'm the biggest overthinker. And even one meditation alone, because I would meditate on and off, knocking, like, I don't even know if I've ever, oh yeah, I have, but... I would never meditate day after day after day. It was always like here and there and it was barely. But this year, I it was a resolution for me to really meditate every single day. And I know it only takes 10 minutes. And I was like in the beginning, that was like my biggest intention. Like because of how much impact one meditation has on me, what if I were to do it every day? So I'm going to be telling you from first and experience what meditation does, what it has done to me so far, and it's only March. Alright, so I searched up on Google the benefits of meditation, and I'm just going to list those real quick, and then I'll talk about, like, my experience and why you should do it. It's insane, and, like, once again, I'm telling you, I used 
this meditation gonna do? What can it possibly, what are the impacts it could possibly have on me? I didn't have patience with it. Didn't make it a priority. Although I'm scrolling on TikTok for hours and I can't take 10 minutes to just not have a goal. To not be stimulated by something outside of myself. 10 minutes, 10 minutes, we are, what, like, I can, you know, be in the shower for more than 10 minutes. I can be, um, yeah, on my phone, scrolling aimlessly, not getting anything for 10 minutes. 10 minutes is nothing. All right, let's talk about the benefits, and then we'll talk about my experience. So, Google says it reduces stress, controls anxiety, helps with emotional health, emotional intelligence, self-awareness, so increases self-awareness, attention span. By the way, if I look orange, I probably am. I used a uh, foundation that's kind of, I used in the, su not in the summer, but when I was tanner than I was, and I don't think it looks that great. <laughs> Alright, it um, helps with attention span, generates kindness and patience, helps fight addictions and phobias, reduces age-related memory loss, and increases creativity and imagination. Let's talk about my experience. So, I understand all of those things of what Google says, and this is what I am learning. So, overthinking and control. Let me talk about that. So, I am the biggest overthinker, and I notice this was one intuitive idea that I got during a meditation, after a meditation that I journaled right after because it was like this download, you know, this download from Source, God, Universe, whatever you want to call it. Um, all of my overthinking stems from control. Control of every situation, needing to control how the future is going to be, needing to know how it's going to be, not wanting to be in the unknown, not wanting to be uncomfortable the most weirdest ways as well. So, for example, I have a fear of going to the bathroom on a plane. I, I fear the toilet. I don't know why. I fear, you know, this having to go to the bathroom in, like, the toilet itself. And if I have to sit for hours, I get anxiety before flights. I'm not afraid of, you know, crashing on a flight. I'm not afraid of what the general population would be of. I'm afraid of the bathroom. I don't know why, but anyway, before flights, and it's not even just flights, this is just one example, I get so in my head about what I'm eating in the morning. Um, I get anxious even stepping into the airport. I have to even control my eating the night before because I have to make sure that I'm not going to have to go to the bathroom. I stop drinking while I don't completely stop because I need some water, but I really limit my water, like, and I'm controlling all these things right before the situation because I'm very stressed that what if I have to go to the bathroom on an airplane? That's a phobia. That's, like, something that really I can't explain the feeling that it causes. And um, I have all this future-based thinking of, let's say, for example, going on a hike. Um, what if, I've, if I'm uncomfortable? What do I wear? What do I do? Um, am I going to get hurt? I am just always thinking. It's not even that shallow of thinking. I'm talking about even huge scenarios. What, what happens one day when I have to make 
Stepping on my bed, stepping on my pillows, um, just messing everything up. 
laundry. I would have to like Clorox wipe some of my, my desk and clean the things that they were playing with. And I wouldn't like, I would have to do that or else I wouldn't be able to sleep. I wouldn't be able to sleep in the bed where they were stepping. And although like that can bother a lot of people, even people without OCD tendencies, but it you would it would have bothered me that bad where I could not sleep because I would feel like I was dirty just because people were in the presence of my room. Um, but you know when it happened, I noticed myself so much calmer. I did not care, and and recently even before that when I cleaned my room, this doesn't sound like a big deal. But when I cleaned my room, I didn't clean, I didn't like dust off some parts that I usually would. Um, I didn't become obsessive with cleaning every part of my room. I noticed myself letting go of that attachment to thinking that it wasn't clean unless something was cleaned. Like, I really felt, okay, I, I hope this isn't boring because I'm like going off of two tangents, but these are like, you wouldn't know because you wouldn't understand the feeling that I used to experience versus the feeling when I was cleaning my room recently. I didn't feel obsessive. It felt like spring cleaning good vibes. And before meditation, I noticed my cleaning changed. This doesn't sound... Okay, hold on. Hold on. We're getting to the other parts. But, you know, a cleansing cleansiness, cleansiness, is that a word? Cleansiness. (laughs) It doesn't sound like a word. Was such a big thing for me. And recently, I've been feeling so much more chill. So much more. I don't care. I'm not going to be dirty if my environment has, you know, dust on my fake plant. As of before, I was really like, I can, I feel itchy if I don't clean certain parts. And so that letting go of the control of my environment sounds so simple, but it's a huge thing for my feeling self. And it feels like I haven't been on the airplane to go to the bathroom, but it feels like I can go to the bathroom on an airplane because I know I won't um, get sucked away by the germs. (laughs) That sounds weird, but like I really was... Um, I, I can't tell I, I need to be put in this situation, but I notice myself not overthinking of how tomorrow's gonna go, how the future's gonna go, if, you know, I feel clean and my environment's clean, and let's move on to the next one, because that, I spent so much time on that. It's a huge thing for me, letting go of control and surrendering, which leads me into the second way meditation has impacted me. I am not resonating at all with analytical spirituality and analytical emotions. Let's talk about that. We'll talk less about, even though that's a big thing, we'll talk less about that than I just did. I spent so much time on the glanziness thing, but it's a huge thing because I would like itch in my skin if things weren't clean and now I notice myself feeling present even if things aren't clean, which is a big thing for me. So analytical spirituality. When people try to talk about spirituality from an analytical standpoint rather than intuition, flow, emotion, 
feeling is so much more playful, less serious, less analytical, less judgmental, even towards other people, even towards myself. And I think I'm less analytical towards other people because I'm less analytical towards myself. And so, um, oh, what was I saying? So, in December, uh, my boyfriend was visiting and I had all this whole bucket list of ideas of things that I wanted to do. Um, since it was around Christmas, I want to do a lot of fest festivity or Christmas spirit stuff. Like ice skating, go to Pittsburgh and see the lights, make a gingerbread house, all of these, you know, ideas I had in mind. Bake cookies, etc, etc. I had all these plans and we both caught COVID for about 10 days and he only visits for three weeks. For 10 days of that trip, it was ruined. Um, of course, it, and then it was after Christmas. It was like right before Christmas. We had a couple days and then boom, COVID. And we were very sick. And it's 11-11 right now, so I'm going to make a wish. Okay. Um, we were very sick. And so my plans were ruined. And I was so mad. I was so mad. And I couldn't do anything about it. And so... What I'm saying is I tried to control the future by having these plans. And although it's good to set plans here and there, what I think is best is to surrender. Every day we wake up to surrender. I surrender to whatever happens today. God, universe, source, you're in charge. I surrender to your knowing and I'm just going to be present. Because the present moment is when things happen. I think when you set plans, you're trying to control the future. And it can cause stress, anxiety, dread even. Or things can get, you know, ruined. Um, something unexpected can happen. And I think the best thing to do is to surrender to the present moment. Because when you do that, that's where you're going to get energy. When you're putting your energy into the future, you're trying to control. And you're draining your energy without consciously being aware of it. But when you surrender... Let's say today I surrender. Let's say on the trip with Jordan, I surrendered every day to whatever happened, happened. And whatever it was, it was. Let's say I surrendered. And before COVID, um, we would still do the things that I had planned because I would think, oh, it's a good idea. Let's go here today. Like we, in this present moment, we underestimate it all the time. We think we always need control and plans for the future. We need intention today. We need surrendering today, love today, and then the energy will flow. So analytical plans, analytical this, that, judging emotions, resisting emotions, not allowing myself to feel, all of that went away. And with that comes overthinking. It is shredding away. It is shredding away and I am being more present with myself, with others. My mood has increased so much because I'm learning to be present. I'm going to talk more about that, but um, the next thing that I have experienced, more patience and compassion for others. And I think this is because of the patience and compassion for myself. Um, I'm going to talk about meditation and, you know, what it is in a second. But practically, meditation, 
actually, let's just talk about it right now real quick. So, so meditation is all about becoming present right here, right now. And before a meditation, I do not set a goal because I'm telling you my experience, right? So what if you want to meditate? You want to meditate for this, that, to, um, you know, be happier, stop overthinking. I, uh, real quick, I wrote down, um, vivid dreams. That's something that I'll talk about in a second. But, um, it created, like, I remember my dreams every single night when I was in Utah for three weeks. I remembered every, not every single dream, because, you know, apparently we have so many. But I could wake up and tell you what I dreamt about. And so I had to remind myself before going into a meditation, and I, like today, I have to remind myself to not go into it because I want vivid dreams. To not go into it because I want to feel better, to be in a good mood. I go into it with no expectation, but to just be, to be present to be here. Our ego, okay? The thing that is constantly searching for instant gratification and meditation is the opposite of instant gratification because your ego wants to attach itself to something like your phone, like food, like doing something, talking to people. Your ego wants all of these goals. So your ego lives on the time structure pulling yourself away from this present moment to distract yourself from here, right here, right now. Your ego wants to constantly be stimulated, constantly wants a reward. Um, and when I say, like, let's say you're talking with someone and you're present, it's different when your ego just constantly wants a distraction and wants to be doing something because you cannot sit with yourself and be bored. So, I wrote down that ego, um, yeah, it wants gratification, a reward, it wants power. And so the point is stripping away the ego, which is on this time structure of thinking of the future, thinking of the past, distraction, pulling, pulling, that's what, it, that's a channeled word, pulling, the ego's pulling you away constantly, many different sources, many different things around you that you can be distracted and stimulated by. And we say that we do not have time for meditation, but that's not true. We just don't make it a priority because if we have 10 minutes, you know, 10 minutes, you could be in the bathroom, 10 minutes, you can be getting ready, 10 minutes, you can be on your phone. Um, you may not have time for meditation, let's say in the morning because you have work. And afterwards, let's say you have to cook dinner, for example. And then what, what afterwards? You're on your phone or something. Like, we do have 10 minutes, no matter how busy of a person you are. We have 10 minutes. We can make 10 minutes. Anyway, um, so consciousness, I wrote down, consciousness, consciousness is now. Meditation is presence. And if you want a goal in meditation, I think that's your ego trying to get power in meditation. And because I've noticed all of these benefits of it, I have had to remind myself to not go into the meditation. I'm sorry if you're the door open. But to not go into the meditation searching for something that I have to get, like vivid dreams, like being more in a better mood, like less overthinking. 
$5,000. That's the average amount of money people in the U.S. are now spending on gas in a year. Five grand. That's crazy. If you drive, you have to download Upside, the free app that gives you cash back every time you get gas. That's right. You can earn real cash back with Upside just by buying the gas you're already buying. You can literally start earning cash back today. I use Upside every time I fill up, and I've already made around two, $300. You're putting gas in your car anyway. Why not get real cash back? If you like free money, download Upside. I'm saving the cash I earn from using Upside to help pay for a vacation later this year. Download the free Upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code GAME to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code GAME for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code GAME for a 25 cents per gallon bonus. Going back to my experience with having more patience and compassion for others as well as myself. Meditation is patience because during the meditation, you're going to have many thoughts that come up. And um, I want to tell you also, which I'll tell you how to meditate, but you're going to have to not act on any thoughts. Let's say you have a thought as I'm meditating. This is a thought I've had before. I've med- I've woken up late and I go eat breakfast before I meditate and today actually this happened which is crazy but today it was like around 3 3 p.m. that I meditated and during the meditation in the beginning slash in the middle I don't even know I don't time myself I had the thought I actually need to work like I was meditating and my mind was saying you need to work it's getting late you need to edit a video and you cannot act on that thought and sometimes it's really hard people think oh i forgot to respond to this person oh i have this email oh like your mind is going to keep reminding you of the things to bring you away of this present moment and bring you into something else to be stimulated and by not acting on the thoughts you're giving your yourself space from thought so that creates patience let's say you're in a conversation and maybe you you know think i kind of want to get away from this conversation consistent meditation teaches you to detach the thought in yourself and you notice the thought arise but you dismiss it and it goes away and then you're patient with the other person meditation creates patience in conversation like i'm telling you i feel as if I am socially awkward and I'm not like no one would say that I am but my mind thinks that I am because I overthink so much in conversation in conversation like I'm always thinking about what do I look like what do I say next how am I responding how am I standing and I'm just thinking way too much and so meditation has caused me to like not and to really be invested in what the other person's saying and I noticed this it's insane like I am I feel so present when people are speaking I don't feel stressed about what I'm gonna say next what I'm gonna respond with because I'm telling you presence naturally channels you with this energy of how to respond to the present moment if we try to control how we're going to respond next to life, to situations, to people, if we try to control the future,
I also wrote down so I do I okay so I do guided meditations but I do it every other day in the beginning in January and starting in February the start of February I did just guided straight guided um, I never used to last year and any other year before that I always did silent meditations but I um, and I had a very crazy experience during one silent meditation that I didn't do it consistently and this time period I didn't do it consistently but this one time I just did one silent meditation and it was crazy like the weirdest experience and um, I would love to sit here and talk about it but I want to go on with what you know more things that I'm gonna I don't want to lose track so I wrote down oh and that's the other thing like I feel more controlled in my talking like I don't feel the need to explain this side story whereas um, you know that might change if I'm very passionate about something but I don't feel like I need to over explain although I was actually don't forget about that because I explained the whole OCD thing but if I don't feel the need to say something I won't and I don't mind that much which that's not that big of a change but it feels like I feel more controlled in my mind so the kind of meditations that I did so this year all of January beginning of February and then in the middle of February I started doing guided silent guided silent like every other day so every other day guided every other day silent and um, Sam Harris is the I have an app called the wake or waking up and Sam Harris is the one that does the guided meditations and in one of the theory sections which is like he did a introductory course where it was theory and then it was um, the meditation itself so theory meditation theory is where he talks about meditation and all about it but so he said that meditation isn't just about yourself meditation isn't something for you meditation is actually a social thing which kind of blew me away because we do meditation when we're alone we do it behind the doors we do it on our own and he said that it's a social thing because meditation is about how you are going to show up in the world for other people for yourself so yes it helps yourself but it's also also something that helps your relationships helps other people and i've noticed it i've been getting which is my next experience but i just want to say this first um I wrote down, when you are your best self, you inspire others to be and do the same. So, meditation helps you show up more presently in the world, more consciously. And when I say when I say consciously, let's say um, I'm talking to someone and they say something that I don't like, and I can get very emotional, reactive, emotionally reactive, and I respond to them unconsciously. I get mad. I lash out. I go in this like loop of emotions that I cannot, you know, control that much. Although I'm not about controlling emotions, but in certain situations, of course, you have to control triggers. You have to control how you respond. But when you're alone, you know, 
feel free to not control and feel free to release, you know, crying, release sadness, you know, let those emotions free. But what I mean is like people go into unconscious loopholes of reactivity and they're not conscious throughout their day. They spend their time scrolling on social media, half-assing, doing anything. Half-assing, I don't know if the, like, you know, not really aware and focused of what they're doing. They're doing, you know, scrolling here, a little bit over here, throughout the day, just kind of drifting by, and then at the end of the day, they're thinking, what did I even do? Or they get very reactive in a relationship, and they don't really know why they're acting or mad or why they're getting so reactive at something. So meditation causes, meditation, you know, increases self-awareness where you feel more conscious. You know what you're talking about. You have the choice to be emotionally triggered or separate yourself from it. Um, in conversations, you are more there. You're more present. You're reacting less my reaction, like, I feel like, you know, of, yesterday I had a bad day, a bad day where I was lazy and I was kind of like triggered at myself for not doing anything, but I noticed a shift in my energy thinking, you know what, it's okay, gave myself time to relax and I was so relaxed and comfortable and just doing nothing. When my old self would be so mad and frustrated, it would affect maybe my next day. But I gave myself space and allowed myself to just have that day off yesterday and be, and I didn't care. I didn't react to myself for, you know, I didn't get mad at myself like I usually would. I didn't let it affect my next day like I usually would. I have been really in control, it feels like. Listen, I'm not trying to like say, oh, look at me. Like, I'm not trying to make this about, I'm like, great. Obviously, I have flaws. I'm working on it every day. I'm just saying all of this because it is meditation. Meditation has been helping me get through all of these things, has been increasing my emotions, has been making me feel more in control of my life instead of just drifting by. So, I also wrote down a increase in vulnerability and emotional flow, allowing myself to release, like I said. Um, I don't feel the need to take life seriously. That's something I've learned, and this is all from being present. Because of the insights that I've had, the lessons that I've had through silence, silence is the place where you can hear your intuition. And I don't know if you believe in that or not. I don't know. You know, this ASMR podcast is new. And I don't talk about many spiritual things. So I don't know if you, my audience, if you like like that, if you're like into that. But I'm going to stay authentic and say my beliefs that, you know, silence is where you connect to source, God, higher self, and um, even that even before, like I'm spiritual, but I also pray. And I know a lot of spiritual people, like some of them say like prayers for religious people, but it is for everyone. So when you want something, when you want to help someone else, when you want to just be grateful, when you want to speak, you pray. But when you want to listen, you meditate. 
express myself without feeling like what are they gonna think um, I, I judge myself less I take myself less seriously and I even laugh at some of the thoughts that I have <laughs> because I am I could be crazy up there but you realize during meditation that your thoughts are not you and let's get on to um, so yeah I, you know other crazy things I've experienced vivid dreams I I don't know what you're gonna think about this next thing um, not even I haven't even fully processed it I might also be over examining but I keep seeing orbs I don't know if the orbs I don't know what it is I keep seeing and I don't have an eye problem like I'm not like you know people would say you might want to get your eyes checked I am seeing light like not all the time like the other day we have a massage chair in my family room I thought I saw someone sitting there I even walked over but there was no one there I saw a head that might sound scary to some people but I keep in what I'm really thinking as being a spiritual person I'm thinking it has something to do with the third eye and I do think during meditations consistently you open your third eye because you see past illusion illusion being this physical world as well as future past illusion 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 that is not real because the real thing is right now constantly right now we are always here right now on top of moments moments are just moments um i recommend you watching episode two of the asmr this podcast because me and jordan talk about that about time and the present moment and like you know recommend that okay and last thing i want to talk about is how to meditate keywords a focus and being so being present just being being still a lot of the times during okay let me just say that there are many different ways to meditate many different techniques many different things to do um you can do guided meditations you can do silent meditations there's many different you know guided meditations it can be meditations on a specific thing a specific chakra meditations on loving kindness meditations on um like you know forgiveness presence there's many different meditations you would have to like search that up but the meditations that i like to do and that i just really am passionate about so like i said let me just show you i have an app called waking up i have used headspace before but this app it is actually a hundred dollars but it really holds you accountable and it has like an introductory course like i said where it is theory and then practice daily meditation is at the top and then it has all of this and down here it has like a lot of different it's like a podcast type thing and conversations conversations with and answers where I'm, I'm pretty sure that you know people that 
are like thoughts, you know, they're 
say that you should meditate from the bottom of my heart like it's one thing that I feel we're lagging behind on like we focus so much on food eating healthy um, I don't know how much the world focuses on you know you know yeah we focus a lot on mental health we focus a lot on well-being but it's like meditation is the one thing that can solve so many things and it's like we don't do it because our ego likes to think that not thinking is pointless our ego likes to lie to us and say that meditation won't do anything because we think our minds can do everything all the time it's actually the complete opposite once we stop thinking as in meditate and be present channeled messages will flow intuitive ideas creative ideas life changing ideas let me tell you your mood okay this episode was long i think every episode is going to be longer than the average video i have for around 20 30 minutes but you know I, I keep i can keep going about meditation um i hope that all i know in the beginning i really talked about my phobias and you know, future-based thinking, OCD tendencies. I talked about cleaning my room and feeling more chill. Like, let me just emphasize that a little more, that it's not that I just feel more chill. It's something that has completely shifted. I don't feel the need to control my environment as much as I used to. I don't feel the need to clean up because when my, you know, if my bed's not clean, I don't feel clean. And those little kids were all in my bed. And I just threw my stuffed animals right back on there. And I had a great night. I did not let these things affect my mood. And I really think that is what meditation is about. It's like separating yourself from reality, the reality of the situation. Like everything's going to be fine. And when we stop getting so analytical in our mind, we start to realize life is playful. Life is about experience and following, feeling, following whatever you're feeling in this moment and not controlling it with your mind. Make a, make meditation a priority. Okay, that's the one message from meditating every day. I can tell you it is damn worth it. Like you're going if you think about where you'll be in a year, if you meditated every day, just think on that and go into meditations to just be, you know, I don't set a timer. You can. I do guided though, so that can help with, you know, time basis and everything, but 10 minutes, 10 minutes, I recommend, I, I more than recommend it. This is the one thing that I know that is going to continue. I even questioned, which is great. Oh, oh.
in my chest, but it's like I just saw it and I and I didn't feel it. It's like I noticed it there, but I didn't let myself get in it. And once I noticed it, it went away completely. And I think that's what like once we put a light on what we're feeling or when we shine a light on something that is does not serve as something that's unconscious when we become aware of it it kind of like dissipates like thoughts in meditation you observe your thoughts they rise and once you watch them rise it's like pointless and it goes back it, go, it disappears because you're not taking it seriously and so i haven't been taking myself seriously in a good way and i watched my mood swing come up and i just thought it was funny and it just went away <laughs> like i said don't push emotions down allow yourself to feel allow yourself to cry i learned from meditation i want to be a vessel of tears i want to be a flow of emotions so that i can you know release all this weight and be more light and meditation has taught me that i have had profound profound insights from meditation we're done with this notebook profound insights and i could sit here and read to you my journal writings but i'm just telling you meditation really just channels you will get messages you will get you know life changing revelations emotionally mentally spiritually so anyway uh, that was my experience with it um of course i'm not perfect of course i'm gonna get in another mood swing of course i'm gonna have bad days but i'm just notally noticing myself handling it differently and i think that's what meditation is all about it's really crazy and i would recommend this out of anything out of anything that you do make time for this we are on our phones for doing what doing what if you're on my phone watching this channel though that's okay but you know meditate and i hope you enjoyed this episode i know i just went off and off on a tangent i guess this asmr podcast is more whispered rambles and i really cannot wait for this channel to grow so that i can have guests and for this podcast to grow so i can have guests and I just feel like right now I can't have as many as if it were to grow and I were to invite people on it. I will make an effort to have other people because a podcast isn't necessarily a podcast if, unless I'm talking to other people. Is that true? I don't know. Anyway, thank you so much for watching. If you enjoyed it, don't forget to comment below your insights. If you're going to meditate, let me know. <laughs>